0: Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. I don't know if you can actually hear the light rain in the background. It's one of it's one of my uh, most Favorite, calming, meditative sounds. Just light drizzle of rain tapping on windowsills. And also, the other sound that um, I can't get enough of that actually calms me, and it's more of an uh, aggressive sound, is the uh, throaty exhaust on my motorcycle. Um, You also hear the revving of 911 Porsches. There's a distinct sound to that engine. That uh I I don't know, it just calms my body and I love it. Anyway, I want to read you something because this episode is not about uh throaty exhaust pipes or rain, it's about attraction and why it's important for us to reevaluate attraction, to explore it, uh to look for patterns, right? To investigate. I'm working on a new book titled Break Through Your Breakup. Uh, it was previously titled You Dodge the Bullet, and uh, they kind of had a problem with the word bullet, which I understand. And so uh, this book is uh, I was going to say it's a survival guide, but it's not a survival guide. It's a thriving guide for people going through an expired relationship. And I'm writing about uh, examining the black box. You know, once the plane goes down and after there's been some healing, some distance, Um, returning to the crash, not literally, I'm not talking about going to your ex's house and knocking on doors. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, mentally, emotionally returning to the crash, not playing shit back. So it's traumatic, but examining the black box. Why did the plane go down and also approaching it from what was my part in this? Not why did it go down? uh, what was their part in this? Because if you do that, it's really easy to fall into victim mode and someone did something bad to you, you know, they abused you, cheated on you, whatever. And then you're going to leave with very little information. Um, but just highly charged emotions of anger and resentment. And that's not the goal. The goal is to review the black box. And this is why I say you have to have some distance. So the emotions have calmed down you, you, are, you are not reacting, and you are now exploring, researching, looking at data for yourself so you could bring more to the table in your next relationship, right? I think what's in that black box is gold, and this is what most people skip, the step of review, right? Uh, we get on apps very fast. We get into other relationships very fast. I have been guilty of that, and we skip this step of what happened and how can we review this so it doesn't happen again, right? What can I learn from this expired relationship? So today we're going to talk about attraction, and by we, I mean me sitting in my garage with the garage door open, listening in, uh, listening to um, the drizzle of rain. Hey if you live in Oregon you're like, what are you talking about? rain It rains every day. Well, I live in Los Angeles. so rain to us is like snow. It's like you wake up in the morning and you see that it's snowing on your front lawn and you want to play. Or in my case, with the rain, I want to um, I either want to get very creative like lock my door and just write or be creative, podcast, make videos um, or lock my door and take my clothes off. <laughs> or because the rain also makes me very horny. All right, enough, enough, John. In looking back, for most of my life, I've been attracted, and I've been attracted to, and and have uh, uh, women have been attracted to. What? Wait, hold. On, sorry. Okay. In looking back, for most of my life, I've been attracted and have attracted women. Who have had something taken from them, their voice, their boundaries, their childhood, their virginity. Women who had to grow up fast and take care of other people, stripping them of their voice and sense of self, right? And hence this becoming, turning them into caretakers and eventually mothers to their partners, which then changes the dynamic from mouth to nipple. And the relationship collapses All of this is unconscious and running underneath, uh, like the addiction running in my blood from alcoholics in my family tree. My mom's dad was an alcoholic. My dad was an alcoholic. Um, Lots of alcoholics in Korea. I believe my impulsiveness, obsessive, compulsive, and sometimes reckless behavior I, I have, I just had a, a flash of image I wanted to share with you. Um, I don't know, uh, if it matters, but, um, uh, when I was in high school, I was trying to impress these girls and I had this Jeep, this, cause everyone had Jeep Wranglers. If you were cool, right. Doors off blasting, uh, guns and roses, Raiders cat, push down flannel, Timberlands. And, uh, we went to a McDonald's and I was trying to, there was like uh, two or three, uh, 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 cute girls in the car. And I was trying to impress them, so we had this big order of McDonald's. I grabbed the food, and instead of paying, and you know, it just reminded me of this recklessness. Um, I just took off, and I thought <laughs> I thought stealing would impress these girls, and of course, they giggled and and all that. Um, here's what's interesting, no joke. So I did that. Uh, of course, kind of felt guilty about it. And we went up into uh, the park at night and, of course, uh, breaking and entering, um, off-roading over people's front lawns and stuff like that. Again, reckless. And uh, we turned the car off. We ate our McDonald's. And the car wouldn't start. There was no reason why the car wouldn't start. It was a brand-new Jeep Wrangler, never had any problems with it, and for some reason – and an hour after I stole uh, McDonald's, didn't pay for McDonald's, my car wouldn't start. And I just felt like, oh, fuck, God is watching. <laughs> and I better um, grow up. I better grow up. And I did not grow up. I continued that kind of recklessness for a few more years. Anyway, and sometimes recklessness, the mad scientist in me translates at, uh, as um, to many, especially younger Women at the time as exciting and confidence, which was not the case. That uh, usually stems from insecurity, right, and a uh, posturing. But what it was truly uh, was uh, my wiring due to my story, like theirs. And this produced an animalistic attraction. So uh, you take a woman who uh, had something taken from her, her voice, doesn't have a sense of self. You take a boy who has addiction in his blood is uh, impulsive, compulsive, obsessive, right uh, and, and you know there are some things about that that have really uh, that I do like about myself So when it comes to creativity and building things and all of that stuff, um, that has helped you know getting obsessive about words or podcasting or something has definitely um, you know, the 12-year-old that locks himself into a room and plays with Legos, uh, forgetting to eat, that's me. And that, is, that has served me well in the creative space. Um, definitely not in relationships. So you take these two people, you put them in a room, and um, I believe they find each other. They find each other. It, it, it's just a strange undercurrent that um, brings that kind of attraction until people start growing until people start growing. And so for me uh, now at 49, I uh, definitely have grown away from that. I'm a lot more calm. I mean, doing a lot of therapy and self, self, uh, uh, self evaluation, examination, um, reviewing the black box many times because I've been in many relationships, lots of, you know, three-year relationships and, um, that has started to rewire. I have started to rewire myself right now. That being said, I still have those tendencies. You know, I think one of the misconceptions about self-help is that uh, once you quote, quote unquote grow, you don't snap back. Um, of course, you do. You know, and you still feel the tug, right? And um, it may not be as strong, but it's still there. Uh, but what's interesting is when you realize today, now what you're attracted to and why or who's attracted to you and why um that understanding is what will get you to break through right that understanding of self um because it's an ongoing process i mean you're this this whole life is about you understanding yourself that never stops and i think the day that you stop understanding yourself is when you die, you know, and if you're not literally dead, then there is a death happening inside. So part of attraction is the constant evaluation of understanding slash understanding self. And with understanding self also comes new definitions, right? And with new definitions, you are now looking for new love experiences, which then gives your body a new experience of what could be different. So you're not just, you know, loving via logic. And this new experience through your body, of course, very powerful, then uh, makes you to possibly um, love different, make different choices, maneuver differently in relationships. And this is why it's important to understand. This is why it's important to understand attraction, understand um, your attraction today, because it Chances are it's very different than your attraction to uh, yesterday, uh, your attraction yesterday. And also what you want today. You know, I, I don't know if you are um, going to give yourself what you want if you don't understand what you've been through, what you wanted before. It's like you need to pull back and see the whole picture, and that's going to give you a clearer view of self and what you want, right? Um, It will also give you more motivation and drive to give yourself what you want, right? Because if you don't do any of this, if you don't process any of this, you're you're, going to tend to default to what was. That's just norm. Like our bodies are used to what we've been through, and that's what we tend to trace, not what – We could have that's different that takes courage that takes you swimming past breakers swimming past the lotters things that come up that takes a leap that takes faith that takes risk right that takes vulnerability and so those are all decisions and choices and i think to make those decisions we have to understand understand ourselves better who we loved and why so ask yourself ask yourself, um, what are your love patterns? You know, why were you attracted to that ex that was, you know, so toxic? Um, who are you attracted to now and why, what kind of people are attracted to you and why, what kind of new love experiences do you want? And also if you're in a relationship, the same questions, you know, um, And I think if you're in a relationship, it's important to actually have this conversation with your partner or partners uh, because this produces glue. Like understanding self and sharing that understanding with your partner, your partner understanding his or her, their self, and then and, uh, and, and sharing that with you, um, there's a joining in that, right? There's empathy. There's, oh, I'm not only seeing the behavior of this person, but I'm understanding where it's coming from. OK, that makes me less angry. It's not personal. It has to do with their story. So when you have that happening on both sides, of course, you know, now people are holding hands instead of shields. And so it's it's all part of, of loving someone, I think. So a reminder today to start that process, to understand um, your attraction, to know that hopefully it's different today than it was, say, in high school um, and understanding that attraction will give you some motivation um, to create a new love experience for yourself. Hey, before you go, if you're a writer, speaking of books, um, I'm doing my first writing, writing retreat in the woods, uh, my, my, my little favorite magical place, which is Idlewild, California, and uh, it's going to be pro, meaning I've got uh, Hillary Swanson, who is a ghostwriter and editor. She worked in publishing. She basically purchased most of my books. She's a rock star. We have Rebecca Wolf who's an, uh, who just released a book called All of This, and uh, it's a powerful book, memoir about birth, death, love, desire. And uh, she's going to be up there running a workshop. Uh, and also, and this is the big piece, um, if you ever thought about writing a book, I'm going to let you pitch to a real agent Um, which means you're going to hop the query letter line. I I waited in that line for years. (laughs) I sent thousands, well, maybe not thousands, maybe 500 query letters before I had an opportunity to, um, get in front of an agent. Uh, I'm going to give you that opportunity instantly via zoom. So, uh, if you're interested, just click on my Instagram at the angry therapist. And, uh, it's on my bio link, it's called writing in the woods. And I would love to hear your story and uh, work on your book or book idea in the woods with some good coffee and a sunset. Thank you for listening. Be well.